begin today the Gemara and Daf Memdalar Amar Aleph at the Mishnah. Zaktei Lege Mishnah Shloisha Minin Isurin Benazer. There are three different things that are also for a Nazar. This is the same introduction as we had in the beginning of this Patek. So what are the three Isurim? Hatume Vahateglachas Vayetzim and Agefen. Not to become Tomei to a mace, not to cut the hair, and anything that comes from a grapevine, not to eat. So here the Mishnah will go through distinctions there are between these three different talachas. Chaymer betumah or betaglachas mibiyetzim and agefen. There's a stringency to the halacha of tumah and taglachas, not to cut to here, that's more than the isr of not to eat from a grapevine. Sha'atumah v'ataglachas, when it comes to tumah and when it comes to taglachas, soisrim. If you become tame, you got to start your nazidus all over again from the beginning. Now, Teglachas, if you cut your hair also, to some extent you have to, you have to count over again because you have to have at least 30 days of not cutting your hair to then do the mitzvah at the end when you cut the hair with the karbanas. But if you eat anything that comes from a grapevine during your Nazirus, you don't nullify your days of Nazirus, you just continue going. On the other hand, there's a stringency to the Isra not to eat from a grapevine more than Tomen Taglachas. What comes out of a grapevine? There is no heter from the, from the general halacha that you're not allowed to eat from, from grapes or wine. No heter for it. As we learned before in the Gemara, this includes even Kiddush and Avdallah. Kiddush and Avdallah, the wine is even just Midrabanan, according to most opinions. Uh, but even if a person has a mitzvah to drink wine, when's that possible? The Gemara said if a person made a shvua that he's not gonna, or that he is gonna drink wine, that is. So, but still, if he's a nazir, he can't drink that wine, and there's no heter for it. Tome v'taglachas. On the other hand, when it comes to tome and taglachas, hutru miklolan, there is a heter from the generalista that usually applies. V'taglachas mitzvah. So you have a taglachas of a mitzvah. That's if a nazir is also a mitzayda and he has a mitzvah to cut his hair. And by a meis mitzvah, when there's no one available to bury the dead person, so then even a nazir is allowed to go and bury him. So you see by both of them, there's a hetta for this. Now, Mishnah continues, There's a stringency in a nazir that became tome, that's more than if he cut his hair. If a person becomes tome, no matter how many days of nazirus he was keeping or he has to keep, you have to start all over again. And besides that, you have to be matar yourself, which takes seven days, and then you bring you cut your hair actually, and then you bring a carbon, and then you start all over again. With teglachas, a person that cut his hair in the middle of his nazirus, so you don't have to start in nazirus all over again. You're gonna have to start over to have thirty days that you didn't cut your hair, but not not more than that. And also, you don't have to bring any carbon like it is with a nazir that became tummy. Okay, so this is the distinctions of the halachas, of the, these three halachas that apply to a nazir. Now, the continuation of the Gemara here will bring the source for all of this from psukim. But the way the Gemara goes about this is, it shows that really, logically, you would think that you should compare one to another. And whatever leniencies or stringencies is found by one of these halachas should apply to the other. And the Gemara is going to show this not only logically, but also by a kalvachaymer. That through a kalvachaymer, it would make sense to say that we should compare them. And only because there are special psukim, they teach us that they are different from each other. These distinctions that the Mishnah just said. So, Zakta Gemara, regarding the Allah of Tomeh, so it should not have been, there should have not been any heter 
from the Isser of becoming Tameh. Why? I can tell you that there's a Kavachaymer Miyayin. I should learn this with a Kavachaymer from the Isser of drinking wine for another. If when it comes to wine. So wine is lenient because it doesn't, it doesn't nullify any of your Naziris if you drank wine. But nevertheless, it has the stringency that there's no heta ever for a Nazir to drink wine, even if there's a mitzvah. Not becoming Tommy for a Nazir, which is more stringent because if you become Tommy, it nullifies your Naziris and you have to start over again. For sure, the halacha should be that there should be no heta for becoming Tommy ever. That's logically, or even a Kavachaymer. So Talmud Laimar, therefore we have a Pasik, and it says this by the Nazir, he should not become the Nazir, does not become Tommy to his father and mother. Now this is an extra Pasik, because it already says that he's not allowed to become Tommy to any mace. Why does it say specifically, So what this teaches is that he can't become Tommy to his father and mother, but he is allowed to become Tommy to a mess mitzvah. So there's a Pasik teaching me this heter of a Nazir to become Tommy to a mess mitzvah. If they're a mess mitzvah, yes, but if not, no, you can't. If someone else is available to bury them, then not the nazir is not allowed to become tummy to them. The yayin, a similar question. The Gemara continues. The yayin yuter by wine. The halacha should have been logically that yuter that there should be a hetta to drink wine if it's a mitzvah. And I could learn this with a kavachaymer from Tumah. Ma Tumah says, which has such a stringency that it nullifies Naziris if he becomes Tumah in the middle, he has to start over again. But nevertheless, it has the hetta, it has the leniency that he can become Tumah Tamas mitzvah. Wine, which is lenient, it does not nullify. You don't have to start Naziris over again if you drank wine. And it didn't shiur to miklalei, so definitely it should have this leniency that you have a hetter to drink wine in a case where it's a mitzvah for you to drink wine. The pasuk says miyayin v'sheicha yazer. This is also an extra pasuk because the pasuk already says you shouldn't eat anything that comes out of a grapevine. Then it says yayin v'sheicha yazer, which is lesser yayin mitzvah ke yayin rishos. This is telling you that you're not allowed to drink wine even if it's a mitzvah like wine in a case where it's just voluntary. If you drink wine during your Naziris, logically you would think that this does nullify your Naziris, you should have to start over again, and it's a Kavachaymer from Tumah. I see that there's a leniency, that there's a heta for Tumah by a mes mitzvah. So over there, there's the stringency that you have to start over again if you become Tumah. Wine, which is more stringent. There's no hetta for it, ever. Like Kalshka Shiyista, definitely should have the stringency that you should have to start over again if you drank wine. On Makras, the Pasta clearly says, that if you didn't keep your Naziris and the first days you had before fall away, and the reason is because you became Tomei. So this tells you, only if you became Tomei during your Naziris, that nullifies those days, but not drinking wine. You would think that if you cut your hair during your Naziris, it should nullify all the days and you have to start over again. Why? I should make a Kavachaymer from Tome. By Tome, the Mitame is not similar to the Mitame. What is the Mitame? What is the Mitame? The Mitame is the person uh, that's making you Tome, causing you to become Tome. Someone that's bringing a mess and touching it to your body. Mitame is the Nazir himself, that's becoming Tameh. 
So but when it comes to the halacha of Tomeh by a Nazir, the person that became Tomeh was Oiva Isser. The person that made you Tomeh was not over any Isser. The Gemara is going to ring soon the source for this. So we have this leniency by Tomeh. But nevertheless, it's stringent. So he said, it's a If you become Tomeh in the middle, you have to start all over again. Tiglachas, when it comes to cutting you here, here there's a stringency. That the one that cuts you here and the Nazar himself, his here, gets caught, both of them are over a iser. And again, the Gemara will bring the Pasuk for the soon. So, so because we see it's so much more stringent, definitely, logically, I would say that a Nazar that cut his hair in the middle of his Naziris, he should have to start over again. The Pasuk says, that when does the days you kept of Naziris fall away, only if you became Tomei. Which means Tumas Yisaris Asakel, Ventaglachas Yisaris Asakel. Only Tumas nullifies the days of Yunaziris, but not if you cut your hair. Again, the Gemara asks, Vetumas Nasaba Metame Kimitame, this halacha that we just said, that by Tumas, the Nazir that became Tumas was over Isser, but the one that was Metame him is not over an Isser. But the question is, I should compare the Metame, the one that makes you Tumas, to the Mitame, to the Nazir himself that became Tumas. And I should say that they're both And I should learn this with a Kavachaymer from the halacha of the one that cuts this here. If by Teglachas, which is lenient, and it does not nullify his days of Naziris, you just have to make sure he has 30 days that he didn't cut his hair. But nevertheless, there you have a Chumre, that not only the Nazir that cut his hair is over Isra, but even the one that cuts his hair. Is also over here. Tumish is a seris, a tumma which is more stringent and it nullifies all your days of Nazirish Saras as a coil. And it didn't show you Nasaba Mitame Kimitame. For sure the Allah should be there. Not only the Nazir, but also the one that makes you Tame should also be over here. So the Gemara Omakra, the Pasik says, Vitime Roish Nizrai. What do I learn out from this? Lemitame Roish Nizra. Vitime means the one that his head becomes Tame, he is the one that's over the Isa. But not the one that caused him to become Tame. But Tiglachas, the Gemara asks the question. Now, if so, the Gemara says, let's make a Kavachayim in the reverse. Uh, that by Tiglachas, by cutting the ear, we should not compare the one that his hair got cut, the Nazir, to the one that cuts his hair. And they shouldn't both be over there. So why? Kavachayim and Mitome. I should learn this with the Kavachayim from Tume. Which is stringent. And yeah, it nullifies all the days of Yenizidis. Nevertheless, we're lenient and we don't compare the person that became Tome to the person that caused him to be Tome. Teglachas, which is more lenient. And if you cut your hair, it's so you don't have to keep all days of Yenizidis over again. Only 30 days. For sure, we shouldn't be so stringent to compare the Nazar himself that cut his hair to the one that cut his hair. What, is it, what do we understand from this passage? That a razor should not pass through his head. Because so, it says, not pass through means not only the Nazar himself. So the Loyavr means nobody is allowed to have a razor go over the Nazar's head, not the Nazar himself and not someone else that puts the razor over his head. So the Lashon of this Pasuk indicates that not only the Nazar himself is over, but the other person that cuts his hair is also over. The Gemara continues again, There shouldn't be any heter to cut the hair ever. 
Right, we said before in the Mishnah that by Teglachas, there's a heter to cut to here if he's a Metzayder, but there shouldn't be any heter, Kavachayim and I would learn it with a Kavachayim from the Issa of drinking wine for the Nazar. Wine, if you drink wine in the middle of Yunazidis, you just continue going, it doesn't nullify any of Yunazidis. So over there by the wine, nevertheless, there's a stringency that there's no heter to drink wine ever, even for a mitzvah, Teglachas, Shesiseres. If you cut your hair in the middle of Yunazidis, so it does nullify some days. You have to have 30 days. Most definitely we should be stringent that there should never be a hatta to cut you here when you're a Nazir, even if it's for the purpose of a mitzvah. So the Torah says, and this is the, the, the mitzvah by a mitzvah, he has a mitzvah to cut his hair, even if he's a Nazir. Over there the Torah specifies Raishoi, and the Torah clearly says that he has to cut the hair of his head and cut his beard. And we learned this before, already in the Gemara, from these extra words, Reisha and Zekanai, it already says he has to cut all this hair. It specifies Reisha and Zekanai to tell you that even if he's a Mitzayrah, even if this Mitzayrah, that is, is a Nazir, he still has a Mitzvah to cut his hair. Back to the Gemara says, with Teglachas, Leitister, Klal, at Teglachas, a person that cut his hair during his Naziris, it shouldn't at all nullify any of his Naziris, he just should be able to continue going. I shall learn this with the Kavachaymer from wine. If by wine we see that there's a stringency, that there's never a to drink wine even for a mitzvah. But nevertheless, there's a leniency that if he drank wine, it doesn't nullify any days of his naziris. So by taglachas, where there's a leniency, that there's a heter for a case where there's a mitzvah, definitely it shouldn't, uh, shouldn't nullify the days of his naziris. So the Gemara says, but over here, you can't learn out from wine. Because be'inon gidl seyer v'holeke. But the reason why we have to be seyser is because 30 days is the minimum amount of time that you have to have the here to be able to do the mitzvah, to cut the here at the end of the naziris. And that's not applicable to wine. So we can't compare, we can't learn out this kavachemer from wine. Now, there's reason to say also logically the opposite, that by wine, if one drank wine in the middle of his Naziris, the halacha should be that he should have to count over at least 30 days. Even if it's not going to nullify his whole Naziris, but he should have to count over 30 days. And learn that with a from this halacha by cutting the hair. If, when it comes to cutting the hair, so there's a heter. When it's a mitzvah, so there's a leniency. Nevertheless, I said as... So there's a stringency that it's like 30 days. So wine, there's never a heter to drink wine during your Naziris. Definitely, if you drank wine in the middle of your Naziris, there should be a chumre that you should have to wait an additional 30 days. So the Gemara again says, you can't compare this halacha of wine to cutting the hair, because the only reason why, but if you cut your hair in the middle of Yunazidis, you have to wait again, is because you need 30 days, you have to have significant amount of hair to cut at the end of the Nazidis. But by wine, that doesn't apply. His hair is there, he didn't touch his hair. So by wine, there's no reason to learn out from the hair that he's going to have to count another 30 days. Okay, what's the halacha of the, the Nazir that has to cut his hair in a situation that it became Tomei? Besides the halacha that at the end of the Naziris you have to cut your hair when you're Tahir, a Nazir that became Tomei has to be Matai himself, and at the seventh day he goes to the Mikveh, he cuts his hair, and then on the eighth day he brings the carbon, as the Mishnah says. So Ketzad, what does he do? You have to spray on him from the Paraduma on the third day, on the seventh day. Of his tumah, 
and then he cuts his hair on the seventh day. And he brings the Karbanis for this Tumah on the eighth day, and he starts over the Naziris again. This is pretty much clearly in the Psukim and the Torah that speak about this. Now, what happens if he delayed cutting his hair a day? He cut his hair on the eighth day. Maybe you karbanaisov by bayon. So then he could still bring his karbanis on the eighth day, on the very same day that he cut his hair. This is Rabbi Kiva's opinion. So the fact that he delayed cutting his hair, he does not have to delay the bringing of his karbanis. Why is there a distinction between the Nazir and a Metzayda? If you look in the Psukim by a Metzayda, it says they're basically the same thing. That a Metzayda, so he has to be retired himself for seven days. On the seventh day, he cuts his hair. And then on the eighth day, he brings Karbanis. And over there by Metzayda, the Halacha is, if he delayed cutting his hair till the eighth day, Rabbi Kiva himself said that then you're going to have to delay your Karbanis to the following day, to the ninth day. So the Tarfan is asking Rabbi Kiva, why by Nazir do you say that it's not the same? That if you delayed and you cut your hair on the eighth day, you still could bring your Karbanas on the same day, on the eighth day. When it comes to the Nazir, his Tara, his purification process really depends just on the number of days. So when he comes to the seventh day, he's really pure. Whether he cut his hair or not, the Tara doesn't depend upon that. So really on the seventh day, he's pure, he went to the mikveh. Now, the cutting of the hair is, is another point. True, he has to cut his hair in order that he should be able to start his nazidus over again and now keep his hair growing. But it, it, the tare is not totally in that though. The tare is automatically on the seventh day. So therefore, regardless of when he cut his hair on the eighth day, which is the day after he became tired, he brings his karbonis. On the other hand, when it comes to a mitzayde, his purification is not just dependent on the days, but it also depends on the cutting of his hair. And right, so by, by the by the mitzayde, he has to cut his hair and then go to the mikveh. So that that has to be the, the actual cutting of the hair holds up his tara. And therefore, the carbon is only brought on the following day after your tara is complete. So since by the Mitzayra, the Taglachas itself is part of the process of this tara, so he could only be Mitzayra himself, on whatever day he's Mitzayra himself, on the seventh day or on the eighth day, the carbon will always be on the following day. So it could be on the ninth day if he delayed it for one day. Or the Gemara asks, Did Raptarfin accept the answer of Rabbi Kiva, the explanation that he gave him, the distinction between Mitzayra and Nazir, or he didn't accept it. Or maybe Rabbi still holds that if you delayed cutting your hair by the Nazir, you'll also have to delay your Karbanas to the following day. Tashimah, so Gemara says, I'll bring you a eye for this, the Tani Hillel, Hillel taught, Gilach Bishmini, if this Nazir cut his hair on, this is not Hillel from the, the Hillel Azakin, the, the Tana, this is a Hillel which was an Amir, he was much later, so Kapanim, so Hillel taught Gilach Bishmini. If um, yeah, I'm not sure if he's an Amaira, but uh, this, this Hillel is not Hillel Azokin, it's a different Hillel. So Gilach Bishmini, if he cut his hair on the eighth day, maybe the Karbanais of Bichi. So then he's going to have to wait till the following day and bring his Karbanis on the ninth day. Now, so this seems that there's an opinion here that he didn't accept what Rabbi Kiva said, that it doesn't matter. You could still bring the carbon on the same day that you cut your hair on the eighth day. If you're going to say that Tarfin accepted Rabbi Kiva's answer, so lacy carbonis of Bishmini. He should be allowed to bring his carbonis on the eighth day. 
Like Rabbi Kiva said in the Mishnah. So this is a clear eye that Abtarfan did not accept the, the answer of Rabbi Kiva. So the Gemara says, not necessarily. So Rav says, no, there's no question from this Braise, because it depends what happened here. In the Mishnah, the case is that he waited the seven days, the Nazar waited the seven days, and he went to the Mikvah on the seventh day. He didn't yet cut his hair until the following day, but he went already to the Mikvah on the seventh day. And so then we say that even if he cut his hair on the eighth day, he can bring the carbonus on that day as well, because he already finished his purification on the seventh day. And ha, the loy tava And this b'raisi here, that Hill says that he has to wait until the ninth day. The reason is because he didn't tavel until the eighth day. Not only he didn't cut his hair until the eighth day, he didn't tavel either until the eighth day. So therefore, he's going to have to wait until the ninth day. True, Rabbi Kiva would agree to this too, exactly. Even though the b'raisi, the, the Rashi points out, even though the b'raisi says the halacha gilach bishmini. But according to what the Gemara is saying now, it doesn't mean just Gilach, it means also he didn't go to the Mikveh until the seventh day. Usually people at the conclusion of Naziris would cut their hair and go to the Mikveh on the same day, so it uses that lotion. But it really is referring to the going to the Mikveh on the seventh day, on the seventh day, or he delayed it until the eighth day. Dr. Gemara brings up another topic which is related to this Allah we're speaking about regarding a Nazir. So Omar Abaya Abaya said, Ashkechtinu l'chavre de Rabnasim Bahayishiyah I found the friends of Rav Nassim Bar Hoshia, the Yasmin Vikaomrin, they were sitting and they were teaching the following Braisa. The Pasik says regarding Azov, So he comes to the entrance of the El Mayid and he gives his karbonis that he has to bring to the Kayin. So now when is he allowed to come on Tahara Bayas to stand right at the opening of the Azara to give its karbonis to the Kayin? It's only on the seventh day. Now this uh, Azov has to uh, count seven days to be metayed himself. And then on the seventh day, he has to come and stand there at the entrance of the Azara and bring his karbanis. He was toivel already. He already went to the mikveh. Not only that, but also head of Shemesh. He has to wait until sundown as well. And only then is he allowed to bring his karbanis to, to give to the Kayan. That's the, that's the halacha that they learned from this pasik over here. Okay, so let me just explain a few simple details regarding a zav. First of all, there is uh, the, uh, there's three different types of zavin. There's a zav that saw one emission, then he's just a zav for one day, and the following day he's going to be tired, goes to the mikveh, he's tired the following day. That's really called a balkeri. Then you have a zav that saw two emissions. So he has to actually wait seven full days to be retired himself, go to the mikveh on the seventh day, but he doesn't have to bring any karbonis following that, on the eighth day. Just metired himself in the mikveh, and then at night he's tired. Then you have a Zav, which saw three emissions, so then he has to wait seven days, go to the mikveh on the seventh day, wait until at night, and then the following day, he still has to bring karbonis to be metired himself. Okay, so over here, we're talking about a Zav that has to wait seven days, and then he has to bring his karbonis, so what is, uh, now, okay, this is what, that's, that's one thing about the Zav, that he has to wait seven days and bring his karbonis. Now, the other halacha about the Zav is, a Zav is not allowed to enter onto the Harabais because he's Tomei. A person that's Tomei Mace is allowed to go onto the Harabais, he's allowed to come all the way up to the Azara. But a Zav is not allowed to go onto the Harabais. So what is it saying over here? When is this Zav allowed to come onto the Harabais to come all the way to the door of the Azara to bring his karbonis? After he went to the mikvah on the seventh day, it's not, and even that's not enough yet. He's going to have to wait until sundown 
Okay? Which means that after he went to the mikveh, so the, the level of the tumma of the Zav is already minimized to some extent. He's called a Tvul Yoim. He was already Tevul. But that's not enough. He's going to have to wait until at night. And then at night, then uh, he's going to be able to bring his Karbonis to the Kayin, go on to the Harabais and, and come there to the door of the Azara to bring his Karbonis. So from this we learn out that Tavah uh, V'asa had of Shemesh in, that if he went to the mikveh and he waited until sundown, then he's allowed to bring his Karbonis to the Kayin. But if he didn't go to the mikveh yet and he didn't wait till sundown either, he's not allowed to go and bring his Karbonis to the Kayin. So now, what does this mean? Abaya understood from what they were saying. Alma kasavar. That means that they hold, or they, they brought a price that holds. Tvulyoim shel zav kizav dami. A zav that did go to the mikveh, but he's still on that day. He didn't wait until sundown yet. He has the same status as Tuma as the zav himself. And just like a zav himself cannot come into the harabayis, the tvulyoim, the zav that already went to the mikveh on the seventh day, also can't come into the harabayis. Now, where, where do we learn this out from? So over here in this Gemara you have, on the side of the Gemara, you have the Pasuk that it says by Azov. So it says, So what does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says on the eighth day, he's allowed to come and bring his Karbanas to the Kayin. So since the Torah says that this Zav only comes on the eighth day, what that means is, on the seventh day, a Zav can never come bring his Karbanas to the Kayin, under no circumstances. Why? Because the, on the seventh day, even if he already went to the Mikveh, it doesn't matter. He still has the same level of Tumah as a Zav that did not go to the Mikveh. Now, Abai says to this, he can't learn it out from that Pasuk. Why not? Because I told the friends of Rab Nassim Bar that if you're going to learn out from that pasuk regarding Gazov, so Elamata Gabin Nazir say the same thing when it comes to a Nazir that became Tomei, and he also has to count seven days, and he also brings his Karbanis on the eighth day. And what does it say by the pasuk of this Nazir? Or there's another Gersa here because it doesn't say in the pasuk Vehevi, it says Yavi Shtei Taidim, and he brings it El Akayin El Pesachayel Mayid. So Amos Ayuba. When does this Nazir that became Tommy come and bring his Karbanas to the Kayin? Bizman Shetoval Vaasa head of Shemesh. He comes and he brings his Karbanas. You're going to say, based on these Karbanas here, uh, based on the Pasik here, that he could only bring his Karbanas when there's head of Shemesh. Meaning, not only he went to the Mikvah on the seventh day, but it's already after, after it became night or only the next day. Why would I say this? Because just like by the Zav, it says by Yoim Ashmini that he has to wait until it's night, until it's the eighth day already, I would say that it's the same thing, Benigaya too, the Mitzayda, and not Mitzayda, again, the Nazir, the Nazir that became Tomei, over there it also says, that you have to wait until the eighth day. But the question is, why would a Nazir that became Tomei have to wait until the eighth day? The halacha of a Nazir that becomes Tomei and the halacha of a Zav is not the same. I mentioned before that by a Zav, he's not allowed to go into Harabais as long as he's a Zav. That's the Tumah of Azov. When it comes to Atmei Mace, you're allowed to go into the Harabais. The only place Atmei Mace is not allowed to enter into is into the Azor itself. But he's allowed to go into the Harabais. So if so, the question is, <coughs> so Mechti, let's see. Where is that entrance? Shar Nikner, where you would come to bring your Karbanis? Bishare Levia. 
That's uh, in the Shari in Levia, or others are greatest over here, not Shari Levia, but Machna Levia. This is on Harabayis, which has the status of Machna Levia. What does that mean? That's a place where a Tmei Mace is always allowed to enter. And Vahatanya, we learned in Abraiis, a Tmei Mace Mutalikonis Machna Levia. A Tmei Mace is always allowed to enter into this area. And Veloit Tmei Mace Bulvad, not only a person that became Tommy of a Mace, Allah Fila Mace Atzmai. You're allowed to bring a, a dead body into the Harabais, into that area as well. Shonemar, we see this from what it says, by Moshe Rabbeinu in the Midbar. Vayikach Moshe, atzmis Yosef imay. Moshe Rabbeinu had the bones of Yosef. He carried it with him throughout the places we even went to in the Midbar. What does that mean? My imay imay b'mechitzasai. Imay b'machna levia. He had the, 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 the body of Yosef with him in machna levia, wherever he was. So the, the point that Abai is asking is, that how can you say that by the Zav, I learn out from the Pasuk, where it says, by Yomashmini, that even after he toiveled, he has to wait until the next day that he's going to bring his Karbanis, because even though he already toiveled in the Mikveh, he still can't come into the Harabayas, because he's still just like a Zav. But if you're learning that out from the Bayoim Hashmini that it says by a Zav, you should have to say the same by the Bayoim Hashmini that it says by a Nazir that became Tomei. They should have to wait till the next day after the seventh day, to bring his karbanas to the Kayim. But why? Why should he have to wait until the next day? He's only a Tmei Meis. A Tmei Meis is allowed to go on to this place in the Harabayas. Elamai, the point is, you can't learn out from Bayoim Hashmini that he has to wait until the following day to bring his karbanas. And he doesn't have to wait. And he doesn't have to wait, correct. Not by the Nazir that became Tommy does he have to wait. And not by the, not by the Zav does he have to wait. So Elama Abayas, I'm going to learn here till the Mishnah. So Abayas says... That's the Gersa in our Gemara, but we're going to go with the Gersa of the, the Rosh and the Taisvis. They say, The truth is that a Zav, once he went to the Mikveh, his level of Tumeh is not anymore like the Zav himself, and he's allowed to bring, his, he's, he's allowed to walk into the Azara, that is. But, but nevertheless, over here, what we're talking about is, this Zav, has to bring karbanis. This Zav, it's not only that he has to go to the mikveh. As I mentioned before, there's two types of Zav. There's a Zav that saw twice in a mission, and then he just has to wait seven days and go to the mikveh, and then he's tired at night. And then there's the Zav that saw three times. And he, it's not enough that he goes to the mikveh, but even after night, he still is not completely pure until he brings his karbanis the following day. So, because he's a Mechusa Kapare, so therefore he's not allowed to enter. In other words, what Abai is saying is, the friends of Rav Nassim they wanted to say that Azov, not because of the Mechusa Kapare, Azov, even after he went to the Mikveh, his level of Tumah remains the same as Azov that did not go to the Mikveh. Abai says that's not true. By Azov, only if he saw three emissions, and then he's going to have to bring a carbon, then I say that even after he went to the mikveh, because he still has to bring the carbonus, and he's also at full yain, it's still the sundown didn't happen yet, so then I say that he's not allowed to bring his carbonus. And on this, there's no question from the halacha of a tmei meis that we just asked, because by a nazir that's a tmei meis, so by him there's no halacha of mechusa kapara. Even though a, a nazir that's a tmei meis, does have to bring karbanis the following day, but the karbanis he brings in the following day has nothing to do with being metired him from his tumah. That's the halach of a nazir. In order for him to start over his naziris, he has to bring those karbanis. But there's no halachas of muchusa kapare by a nazir that became tomei. So again, only by a, a tvul yoim of a zav 
that also is a Mechusa Kapare, then I say that he's not allowed to enter into the Harabayas until the following day, until the eighth day. And he brings over here the source of the Pasik, because the Pasik that uh, mentioned before, what does it say in the Pasik? And what does he do? What does this Zav do? He comes in front of the Ebesh of Pesach El Mayed. So the Gemara now is going to focus on that Pasik. If the Zav is only standing in Machna Leviyah, Machna Leviyah is on Harabayas. He's not yet in, so he can't go on to side of the Azara, for sure not. Didn't bring his carbonus yet. He's only in Machna Leviyah. Why is the Pasik saying that he's in the Oil Mayed? So the memre, what the pasuk is coming to say is ma hasam, just like going inside the oil moyet. If he didn't bring his karpanis yet, he's not allowed to enter. After nami So too, this zav that he tavled already, but he's still at full yain. This sundown didn't happen yet, and he's also mechusa kapara. So there's two problems with him. He's a tful yaim and a mechusa kapara. So therefore, he is not allowed to enter inside the harabayas. Or again, he's not allowed to enter. Uh, he's not allowed to. Yes, he's not allowed to enter into the harabayas. He's going to have to wait until sundown. Yeah. At, that's the halacha we're learning out of here. Again, so the point that Rabbi is saying is that usually we don't compare a tful yaim of azov to azov. But in a case where he has to bring a carbon, so he's not just a full yoyim, but he's also mechusa kapare, and that you don't find by a nazir, which is tome. By a nazir, which is tome, the carbon that he brings is not related to his tome. So over here, we say that he's not allowed to enter into the harabayas. Now the Gemara brings the source for this, minolan. How do you bechlal know, to azov, which is mechusa kapare, that, that he's not allowed to enter into the harabayas? The Tanya, the Pasuk says, tome yiyah. There's the extra words that the Pasuk says, Tomei Yiyah, that he's still Tomei, L'Rab is Tful Yoyim. That means that Tful Yoyim is not allowed to enter into the Azara. Right, so this is a, he didn't bring his, again, the Gemara is bringing here a source that Mechusa Kapar is not allowed to enter into the Azara itself, not only the Harabayas. So the Braxa says, first of all, it says, Tomei Yiyah, it's Marba, Tful Yoyim, he's not allowed to enter into the Azara. Then it says again, boy, he's still Tomei. That says that even a Mechusa Kapara is not allowed to enter into the Azara.